0: This week's Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Audible, and you can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get started with a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial.
1: I heartily endorse this event or product.
2: Ahoy hoy everybody and welcome to Talking Simpsons where we slaughter the Special Olympics <laughs> I'm your host Bob Mackey, that guy who always wears a shirt And this is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of the Simpsons Who else is here with me today? Hey,
3: it's Henry Gilbert and I thought I'd get in shape by drinking milkshake
2: <laughs> And who uh, else?
3: Chris, Ray J, and t
2: Oh, we're going to learn all about Ray J. Johnson in this episode, <laughs> which is Krusty, gets cancelled Gabble, gabble, gabble And it <laughs> He'll tell us what to do Yes uh, we learn from his teachings. Very happy.
0: And in the middle of the show, hey, I know some of you skipped the breaks. We got something very special from our buddy yeah. uh, Eric Nagel of It's Eric Nagel on Sirius XM. Good uh, previous guest. Thank guests. you so much, Eric. Yeah. He,
3: he, has quite, he gave us quite a treat, which you will hear in the break. You it's just got to listen to that break. incredibly
0: special and unprecedented.
3: Yes, uh, First of its kind. You not will not o- believe who you will hear. Is, we are not overestimating <laughs> it. Yes. It is so, not fake and it is real.
2: Krusty gets canceled, aired on May 13th, 1993, and Chris will tell us what happened on this mythical day in real life history. <gasps> oh my this uh, because the brand new Pentium chip has spawned
0: a line of new PCs Uh, it's announced that Dan Rather will be joined by co-anchor Connie Chun and apropos of this episode Bette Midler announces her first world tour in over a decade wow
3: Wow. (laughs) that's awesome and and now Rather is just retired and no, uh, no, no, no. Rather
0: was written out of office yes, by a witch hunt. Yeah. Yes, that is true. <laughs> but now he now he and tweets com, a lot now about things. He is the best face. Look, oh, Facebook. Right. Hey, we're going to cool it on the politics, people. <laughs> but
3: if you're into that, follow Dan Rather. He's America's dad. Yes. Uh, yeah. he's,
0: he has the best Facebook um, page. Now he's
3: right America's now.
2: grandpa, I think. Mm-hmm. But
3: I'll just say this really quickly. Some people took exception to a thing I said last episode. I I apologize yeah. and I'm sorry about that. But uh, if you want to see my full thing about it, it's it's on it's the web page for last week's episode uh, in the comments. So, yes. But again, sorry. If you gotta but go, you is, gotta go. That yeah. was an
0: offhand remark. There's going to be many of them. You're not always going to disagree with them. It's, and everybody's very sensitive, and we understand that. So we're going to try and rate it. These
3: end. are dark times, and I yes. can't believe I was only that unhappy on election on inauguration day <laughs> compared to now. How unhappy I feel, and we're recording this the Monday before it. Whatever. I don't want to mark this. Do it Again. hey uh but yeah his <laughs> hey that was the
0: top How about this here's a clip from our uh, latest president that ought
3: to hold a little sobs oh
2: man Here you go. Oh. he's doomed now yes uh
3: yeah so i want to tell you guys a, a little story Ooh, about these this do. episode so crusty gets canceled is one of my favorites Dude, Actually, it's
0: really good it it's, is really good yeah.
3: but after you're watching it it's it's not in my top five anymore mm. but i did really love it but it is a Personal favorite of mine because my uncle Eric knew I was a huge Simpsons fan. He also mm-hmm. is he's he's my favorite uncle because he's the one most like me on my mom's side mm-hmm. who is like a like on my dad's side. He's a little younger than your dad, um, only slightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's so on my dad's side. It's just like a bunch of hunters and good old boys on that side, and I just have nothing in common with them except for video games. They mm-hmm. didn't play video games with me. But on my mom's side, my Uncle Eric loved comic books, mm-hmm. loves The Simpsons, and like him, him and his wife uh, always get all these cool Simpson things. But he got me on a trip to L.A. a Simpson script. Whoa. A four real Simpson script that was oh, being sold wow. like at a convention and it was for this episode. Wow.
2: I didn't hear about this.
3: And I've been saving it
2: for this very oh, episode. Oh my god, Henry, wow. you diabolically. I,
3: I lost the script a long time ago, <laughs> oh, but, Jesus. but I committed it, I memorized so much of it. Was it the table read script? It's not this episode oh. in a lot of ways. They so on the commentary they talk about well, celebrities dropped out. We wanted to get more celebrities, we want to get person X, person Y. And so that means the script also went through a lot of drafts mm-hmm. where they have to pull in and out celebrities and in this draft of it it was not the red out chili peppers i believe it was rolling stones in it but the mm. one i remember so well is there's an entire subplot that one of the celebrities has to move in with the simpsons oh. and it's bill murray in this one whoa he's a total of course he said no <laughs> and he's a total mooch who is taking everything from mm. them and the joke of homer opening trying to open up the couch and tearing the couch apart that was for bill murray in this script wow and he's he's constantly eating their food which there's no jokes about that in this episode and there's even the line oh. at the end i i remember this crystal clear homer is talking with bill murray at the party at the end and he and bill murray's like hey it all worked out right homer and uh you don't mind if i stay a little bit longer and homer <laughs> says you're wearing my pants (laughs) and then bill murray runs away in classic simpson style and that and i think that you're wearing my blank joke Mm -hmm. definitely got reused it got reused i checked it on frankie the closest thing I could find was it got reused in the next season when Homer and Skinner are together. Uh, right, in, in,
2: uh, being sequestered, right? Sequestered. So is it yeah. only,
0: only now we know how foolish it is to write anything for Bill Murray and expect <laughs> yes, him to show yeah. up? Yes,
2: <laughs> I guess we didn't know that before, but not to get too far ahead of ourselves, mm-hmm. that that was going to be Carson's character. Yeah, so,
3: there's, oh. so from reading that script, it also let me know just how much they traded around jokes of, okay, take out that celebrity, put in this one, and just cycle through it. And that's how, yeah, that Carson didn't want to to be a mooch so then they give the mooch jokes to bill murray and then Bill Murray drops out, and then they're just like, okay, Krusty stays with them, and they just kind of insert it that, into
0: it. You're right. That Man, that sequence is really short. For it
2: really years. is. Yeah. It really is. This so, episode flies so fast. Yeah. Watching it uh, yesterday, I'm like, no scene lasts more than 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. This might be the most fast-paced episode. Yeah. It's actually paced like a Halloween episode, because they have so much content, so yeah. many characters to cram into this, and just one solid story to tell throughout. If
0: you have a good memory of it, it'll feel like an hour-long or movie-time mm, episode, because yeah. there's so many things that happen.
3: But but it was amazing to read that. I I I wish I kept track of it. I think because I was like a dumb teen who was like, eh, I'll just tear through this or whatever. I think drawing
0: your Spider Man Halloween costumes <laughs> on or the pages. well,
3: no, like the. The, the the staple fell out of it. And mm. I was like, eh, well, I put it back together. It's just a pile of pages. But now I see it's a document that just shows you how much wow. one episode can change before you see it on TV. It's hmm. crazy. They sold scripts at the studio? I, I wonder if somebody just was like selling it illegally yeah. after there. I think they're, you're you can, not allowed to sell scripts. You can find
2: them at lots of conventions and uh, you know bookstores mm. in Hollywood and stuff like that. Just mm. these loose table read scripts. Because yeah. once they're done with them, they just get rid of them. So um, they give them the fans. But for animation,
3: like it's not the same as as a shooting script for a live action. They changed so much.
2: So one thing I wanted to mention in this episode is Mm -hmm. um, they've been casually creeping towards making Krusty into Johnny Carson, making his show into The Tonight Show. In this episode, he is Johnny Carson, and his show is The Tonight Show. I think in I Love Lisa, his 29th anniversary special, they were setting him up to be a talk show host. Mm. Now it's like... Who is Krusty? Why do kids yes. like his show? Um, why does he know Bette Midler so well? I mean, it doesn't make any sense unless you know about Johnny Carson and know yeah. who they're direct directly mirroring. And Johnny Carson basically quit his show or retired the, the year prior, like almost a year um, prior Made to this huge episode. Huge waves. Yeah,
3: he yeah. said he retired, and so
0: this is he retired in like his like what was it like 39th or like forty second
3: anniversary? Like, didn't even make uh, it like a cool right number. It was right after thirty. Yeah, and like because everybody as I recall everybody's uh, like no we just show. did your 30th anniversary and they're like well it's now 32 and well, the, la- not... that
0: movie The Late Show points out that the Late like, Shift uh, the Late Shift that uh a lot of slander was put in the paper to call Johnny old, hack, and washed up, even mm. though he didn't have an, any intention of retiring, but all of a sudden, there was critical yeah. pressure for him to retire, even though his ratings weren't bad. Yeah, I he think he
2: said, down. once they start making fun of you, that's mm. when you quit, yeah. because mm. you're a joke. Yeah, that's true.
3: And those
0: were planted
2: by Jay Leno's manager, according to the late shift.
3: <laughs> that Kathy Bates. Uh, <laughs> that Kathy she's so Bates. evil. I love the late shift. It's really it. good. I actually was going to talk about it later in this one, but mm. yeah, this was... This was the full transformation of him into Johnny Carson, even mm-hmm. meeting Johnny Carson, though, to show how different he is. But also Gene and Reese, Reese especially, when I've heard him on non-commentary tracks, mm-hmm. fucking hates Johnny Carson. Yes. He hated everything. He well, he like, he hated all his time working on him. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he, yeah. uh, if you listen to him like, on the Gilbert Godfrey podcast, mm-hmm. other podcasts, he said... Hated every minute working on Carson. He was a jerk who fired writers for no good reason. And he didn't get why jokes were funny. And every bit that you like of Carson, he just stole from somebody else. Yeah, and they worked on the
2: show for maybe 18 months and met him twice, maybe two or three times. And so
3: also when you see the Krusty has there's jokes in here of like Krusty, it's a recurring gag where Krusty says, I gotta steal that bit. I'm wondering now if that is just that <laughs> saying like, yeah, Johnny stole everybody's bits.
0: Like, I, I, I've always thought Krusty is the stand-in
2: for any kind of media entertainment person mm-hmm. that Springfield needs to tell a joke. It really, he's really just a character that, that can embody any old Hollywood story, yes. yeah. any old TV story. But mm-hmm. in this in this episode, he's specifically a Johnny he is Carson specifically figure. Johnny, but and I think that's because, because he's Elvis. He's yeah. Elvis. <laughs> also. He's Elvis
0: briefly. But yeah. I think that's because they they needed a recent template for someone moving
2: on and getting yeah like basically Mm -hmm. any celebrity scandal can be embodied by Krusty in some way throughout the course of the series it's so weird
0: because like on the surface it's about a warring kid show uh, warring (laughs) kid shows
2: but it's not even it's not really even on a kid show in this episode it's so strange it is on four o'clock
3: and kids watch it so this was also meant as a sequel of sorts to their softball episode oh yeah and recorded in Mm. the same way they're just like we they recorded all those mlb stars whenever they came into town from la but they were planning it for a really long time so i think they were also like well let's just give us extra time to record every celebrity we can get they tried to get a president they couldn't they tried to get a living president they couldn't they said the closest they got was actually reagan because reagan was friends with elizabeth taylor And she just old Hollywood buddies. The world, Jesus! And Mm -hmm. like so, she tried to hook them up, but they said that Reagan did send them a a letter of Mm -hmm. like, "Sorry, I can't do it." But it was like from Reagan's personal pen, and John Schwarzwelder prized it so highly, (laughs) and so and so they couldn't get that. People dropped out, like Bill Murray, The Rolling Stones, Mm -hmm. other famous people who weren't in the draft in mine, but and they had to, like, modu- get it a lot more modular than it mm. was, or they had to also reuse voice, to yeah. do voice actors on this. That's, and,
0: and that's what's, I, did, I totally forgot about this, because the opening is them watching television Springfield Squares. Yes, Springfield so, yes. Squares.
1: Rainier Wolfcastle to block.
2: Oh, Rainier Wolfcastle, star of McBain in the upcoming film, Help, My Son is a Nerd. <laughs> my
1: son returns from a fancy East Coast college, and I'm horrified to find he's a nerd.
2: <laughs> I'm laughing already.
1: Not a comedy. <laughs> I,
0: should, I forgot. I thought that had Barry White in it. But like, it, it Barry does. White's in there for like, well, I thought the clip did. But oh, okay. He's in there for like four seconds. Apparently they threw they threw yeah, him in here. Yeah, and they and go not, up to a square. I wonder
3: if they paid him twice for that. I, 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 I hope think so. they have to. They'd have to. Yeah, yeah to two be episodes. A, mm-hmm. To be a SAG show, they'd have mm-hmm. to do that.
2: Well, but this the, this whole joke revolves around uh, Charlie Weaver, who is a character read that's, um, okay, this is such an so old lost off, time reference. So first to know what
3: Hollywood Squares is. Oh, God. They did have the Whoopi Goldberg show. that's almost 20 years Old. Wookie Goldberg. Yeah, well, is yeah. that a Laser Time uh, forums username?
2: <laughs> Wookiee Goldberg.
3: So they did have that show, but this was but this predates this joke predates the revival of it. This right, is mocking uh, the, the 70s one, which is why Wally Cox is in there even though he had been dead since 73. He's he's in <laughs> Springfield Square.
2: Yeah, I mean Charlie Weaver the, the so he was played by a, an actor named Cliff Arquette. He started on the Jack Parr version of the Tonight Show playing wow. this very folksy character with a straw hat, suspenders and these like horn rim glasses and this is who they're making fun of because he came back in the 70s he was like on the in on the Tonight Show in the 50s and he came back in the 70s on the Hollywood Squares and that's he was always center square i guess or and all he, just always on the show and he
3: refused to leave his square yeah. and, but his steadfastness to not leave a national natural disaster is actually a parody of a real life tragedy <laughs> oh my god in 1980 mount saint helen exploded oh, it was a volcano in uh, in america though it was just a mountain and then Occasionally, this will happen where mountains become volcanoes, mm-hmm. and people were evacuating. But one man, Harry R. Truman, not to be confused <laughs> with the president, no he,
0: held up a newspaper refused to leave. He
3: was—he uh, lived on the Spirit Lake Lodge, and he said he would never move. He was like, "I'm not moving. I'm west of the mountain. I'm north of the mountain. Not going to affect me. I'm not moving." And uh, he didn't uh, make it, so and it neither did everything's places. gone, and so. This is a clip about him and a song written in tribute oh to God. Harry R.
2: Truman. I ain't afraid of no roller coaster.
1: Weeks and weeks of anticipation, waiting for the mountain to blow. But old Harry Truman made wow. his declaration, no way.
2: Yeah, so. <laughs> he had about a week to live anyways. I
3: mean, they make a good point. He's like, he was an 83-year-old man. What, he was going to leave his home and then, what, live three more years? That song written else? like 15 years beforehand?
0: <laughs> so
2: this reference is so deep, we're looking at the fossil record of it now. They had to carbonate on and, and now you get it, right? I hope. And yeah.
3: Homer's, ca- I love the meanness of Homer's, well, he's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> so.
2: And they start cackling, yeah. Also,
3: yeah. a first in that clip. McBain had never been identified by his actor name oh. to that point. That was the first oh, Rainier, Rainier Wolf, Wolf Rainier Wolfcastle. Castle. I've spelled out so, and everything. So we also may have entered the time of McBain is not mm. a character anymore on the show because the McBain film exists. Mm. And they were told by Fox Legal they couldn't do it.
2: Well there is that joke magic ticket my ass McBain in the yes. season.
3: <laughs> yeah people still call him McBain but he exists in the world as Rainier true. Wolf There Castle. are no
2: more McBain movies being yeah. made. More uh, well,
3: Mendoza. It <laughs> is true though we are two episodes Away from late night with McBain, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, maybe
0: you're all homosexuals too. And we played we played this early in the show, but uh, devil, devil, devil! I I was trying to think. I, I felt like there was a lot of analogs to that like something marketed but they wouldn't tell you what it was for like mm. what felt like weeks at a time
2: well uh, on the commentary I think Al Jean says this all comes from John Schwartzwelder who worked in ads for a long time mm-hmm. so he knew the strategies to get people excited about yeah. something without them really knowing what it was so maybe this is something that he had a hand in maybe he knew about ad campaigns that did the same the, thing the
0: only one I can think of off the top of my head sadly is like on this date McDonald's <laughs> grows up and for uh-huh. a month there was like these videos like Security cam footage of Ronald McDonald walking ah, on yes. golf courses and like washing his car for the big the they they Arch Deluxe called the Arch, Arch deluxe. deluxe. It was eventually revealed to be the burger with the grown up taste, the Arch Deluxe, which of course is going to let people down if you're like teasing something as a yeah. secret. I just don't see that happen at all anymore.
3: It felt like a very 90s tease. Sorry, video, ga- video
0: games do that still, but well, like, that's
3: that's what felt like. That's um, true. Yeah, they do. That's yeah. what felt like modern day coverage of mm-hmm. pop culture things mm-hmm. in that. Homer's reading a newspaper, like, who is Gabbo? And Lisa's just like, they're not giving you much to go on, yeah. Dad. And it was like, that. He, maybe I'm just identifying that as somebody who has to write an <laughs> article out of nothing for a tease. Uh-huh. But it's just like, that newspaper was the same deal. Like, well, we know the title of Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Mm. What could this mean? But who is I The Last get, Jedi? Just, I've <laughs> got to get to 400
0: words. This is This is why we have... Well, Jedi is plural, man. Relax. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that's true. Anyway, like th- that, I, I'm pretty sure there was something specific that happened just like this, but it's mm. on the tip of my tongue. It's hard to Google. I couldn't figure it out, but that's why we have comments. LaserTimePodcast in the comments. Uh, and yes. also, well, I, there's a great sequence of the whole, like all of Springfield, and that's why I love this episode. It gives like all the characters of Springfield a moment, mm-hmm. and great one from Reverend Lovejoy.
2: Everyone is saying gabble this and
1: gabble that. But no one is saying, worship this, and Jericho that.
2: <laughs>
3: was this about Gabo? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: was this about Gabo? is coming. Uh, yeah,
3: that Burns, it was kind, It was a bit of an easy Burns joke. They yeah. had better this season. i just like, mm. you see that? Garbo is coming. Which almost, that seems like, Burns is so old, he should be like that harlot Garbo. <laughs> She's not as good as the person that Upstart. Who... <laughs> that young strumpet. <laughs> She's yeah. no Mary
0: Pickford. There you go. <laughs> hey, yeah. you, you push I was out. there. Yeah. Uh, but finally, Gabo is introduced. I
1: can't believe it. Our first glimpse of Gabo. He'll tell us what to do. <laughs> Hello, I'm Gabo. And I'm Arthur Crandall. That's easy for you to say. You don't have a hand up you tuchus.
4: Oi hey!
1: <laughs>
2: oh, Gabbo, you'll say anything. And you can watch us every afternoon at four.
1: <gasps> That's the same time as Krusty the Clown. Uh-oh. That cute little character could take America by storm. All he needs is a hook. I'm a bad widow boy. Hi, karamba.
0: So. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. I am dying to explore Gabbo. We have to go to a break real fast. We got a special treat for you, okay. and we're going to go out with a full Gabbo song, so enjoy that. We'll be back in just a few seconds.
1: You gotta like me. You gotta love me. Because I can do most anything. I can do the holly golly. I can't imitate Ben Scully. Let's take time out from this triple play to talk about farmy Dan's Pure Pork Sausage. Mm -hmm. I'll give out shiny times. I'll travel back in time. You're gonna like him.
0: Simpsons will be right back. Thank you so much, Talking Simpsons listeners, for listening to this season four finale of uh, Talking Simpsons that has almost no meaning given the kind of show we do because we will be back next week anyway. But if you wanted to brush up on your Simpsons uh, knowledge in the meantime, uh, we got a really good way to do that with today's sponsor, Audible. And guess what? You listeners can go to slash laser time and get a free audiobook right now just for signing up. Uh, and a free 30-day trial of the Audible service, and it is really cool. If you don't know what Audible is, it has over 180,000 titles to choose from that you can play in your earbuds, on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, MP3 player, audiobooks, um, educational lectures, comedy series, Uh, Audible now has exclusive series, and yes, if you enjoy podcasts, odds are you're going to like something that Audible has on their network. Now, of course, Audible has the bestsellers like Harry Potter, Dune the Girl with the Something or Other series, all that kind of stuff. But if I had to recommend something to you, Simpsons fans, um, Nancy Cartwright's book, My Life as a Ten-Year-Old Boy is available free right there. Or, if you like Showbiz Minutia, which is brimming in this week's episode, you can get Here's Johnny, My Memories of Johnny Carson, The Tonight Show and 46 Years of Friendship, written and read by Ed McMahon. Was that Ed McMahon? I don't even know. You tell me, or try Audible for yourself at audibletrial.com slash lasertime. You'll get a free audiobook and 30 days to try Audible for yourself. hoy
3: Hey, this is Sideshow Luke Perry. You're listening to Talking Simpsons on Laser Time.
0: You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show, exclusively on patreoncom LaserTime. Here's a taste of what you've been missing.
1: Oh, speaking of tag,
0: oh. uh, there was a clip I didn't get to
2: use of him. You will be sucked. We'll find us many other games. Whoa, 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 whoa! You will find the many, many more enemies surrounding you compared to the other hack and slash titles. This is not the original hack and slash anymore. This is
1: an
3: extreme. <laughs> I, lo- I love Talk Fuji. I love yeah. him. So like, I honestly can't wow. remember if I was there or not. Mm-hmm. I think I
0: was there, but it's also I've heard the clip so many times now. I'm like, six years of that stuff is just like a blur. Because yeah. it was like you'd go to a conference, and the moment one is over, you are either running or trying to get a cab or trying to, like, cram a $9 mm-hmm. pretzel while <laughs> you walk fast <laughs> and drop shit mm-hmm. to get to the next conference. Mm-hmm. After six hours of conferences, then it's like time to
3: write stuff mm-hmm. while everyone goes and parties. And you're like, yeah. who the fuck is partying? aren't yeah. you who's writing all the stuff that I see on the oh it's me Great.
0: get bonus time laser times weekly full length uncensored and ad free patreon exclusive podcasts as well as weekly full length movie commentaries wrestling and cartoon video commentaries physical rewards the first season of talking simpson and more at patreon.com slash laser time starting at just five bucks you'll help us live and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again Back in with uh, one of the most '90s themes of all time, the Melrose Place theme song. I love we'll tell it. you why in a bit. Uh, <laughs>
3: but okay, can the, we talk about Gabo, the, Gabo. Gabo. So the Gabo thing got yeah. me watching it, like when or it, it, when I not got me watching, but I mean. I was also like, what is Gabbo? Yeah. What, when in first viewing as a kid, I was so excited. And when, I was disappointed in the reveal, yes, even as a plot too. device. Yeah. I was just like, what? Why do people care about this? Do people, people this? like this? yeah. And it's him doing, it's Azaria doing his, his Jerry Lewis, yeah. his extreme Jerry Lewis. Yes. And it is a reference to a classic film. Yeah, right?
2: it's a reference to The Great Gabbo, a 1929 early sound oh. film. And I was watching parts of it today, not at work. Uh, It's about a ventriloquist uh, played by Eric von Stroheim. He's the butler in Hollywood Boulevard, a fantastic actor. used
3: to be someone. Exactly.
2: And um, it's about his spiral into madness, and he has a puppet named Otto. I don't think the puppet is evil, but it's a pre-code film, so it's pretty spicy. Mm -hmm. If you want to see women who are dead and sexy, and dead sexy, please watch The Great Gabbo. It's on YouTube. Somebody put it up there.
0: In The Simpsons, Gabbo's not a puppet. Gabbo's a a, a human who is
3: a puppet. Well, Gabbo, a living puppet? Gabbo, every other scene outside of his song, mm-hmm. he is a puppet. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's a puppet in those scenes. No, but he, in he smokes
0: song. and acts on his own accord. Well, that's what camera. I, I well, do
3: like is that they. Yeah. He, he <laughs> lives as
0: a puppet. Arthur
2: really. Crandall's insane. He's, a, he's an insane <laughs> I, man. I, I,
0: I want to say that because, like, some of the best animated sequences involve that Gabbo song. And this is a beautiful oh, yeah. animated episode. David Silverman uh, yeah.
2: directed this. So you yeah. so can so see him all over this episode. So,
3: Chris, you mm-hmm. must have loved the. As a kid, you must have loved the song and dance known it was Pinocchio like you, Well, yeah yeah
2: but what I've got have, no strings yeah. Well, now, yeah
3: I know you're a Pinocchio I love Pinocchio fan, so I was one of the dumb things <laughs> I collect
0: people and you uh-huh. can help me out with this is every kind of Pinocchio home video format wow. mm. laser disc a uh, reel to reel anything <laughs> I any I don't go looking for it when I find it I buy it
3: so when I it was so when I was 10 this was another one of those magical I get this moment well, when I, I saw that song the dance.
0: Charlie what's his name like more of mm-hmm. a send-up of Charlie McC- McCarthy, McCarthy yeah.
3: maybe
2: Howdy Doody a little I bit. Mean, yeah. Yes, yeah.
3: But no, no, no. The the character of Gabo is, but the Gabo. Oh song, yeah, the Gabbo song
0: is. I it, got no strings.
3: It's. I've got no strings. Like when the Cossacks you come in, some. you're just like, yeah, yeah, this is exactly. I love it. that
0: jets fly from backstage. Yeah, <laughs> it's like
2: the Blue Angels come this out. This is pre drone world. That joke <laughs> is great.
3: <laughs> it is amazing, and I think it's a great piece of animation. And yeah. I though I think it's a very TV writer concern of. Oh no, Krusty's in danger yeah. in his time slot. <laughs> yeah. What is he gonna do? Like that—that that the drama comes from a this
0: time is, this slot. This episode is gonna be such a time capsule. For and
2: when you have a, sh- a show like this with this premise, like mm-hmm. you normally don't show the very impressive thing. You show the reactions to it because mm-hmm. you realize I-, I can't write something that lives up to yeah, what, I'm, what yeah. I'm promising. But in this case, it kind of does. It kind of go all out with the animation and mm-hmm. the uh, yeah. the stage production and everything. And yeah, he does
3: but- do Vin Scully, who yeah. just retired <laughs> I- last year. He's still alive. And yeah. when he says, I can even do Vin Scully then it's just Shearer's Scully
2: cheers, yeah. which
0: he does Pretty naturally, in like any anytime he's announcing a sports game. Yeah, so Vince Scully,
2: sports uh, a, a sports <laughs> game. So Vince Scully was the announcer for the Dodgers, correct? First
3: the Brooklyn Dodgers, and then all. And then he went with them to L. A. And he just retired. Did his last L. A. Dodgers game mm-hmm. when their season was up. He did his last one, and he's like, "I'm a barrage of Pretzels yeah.
2: knocking." Why? That's <laughs> so. Of, that's definitely him.
3: So of course they love Scully. They mm-hmm. love Vince Scully in uh, The Simpsons. He's mm-hmm. the L. A. Announcer. So. Yeah, and
2: the, the sausage reference is the fact that he would promote the sausage they were selling the Dodger dogs yes. in the stadium but this is him talking about Lucky Strike uh, which will not kill you
1: come up to bat means we have time too, to do wax eloquence about Lucky's and that's an easy assignment let me assure you Because friends there's no smoke like a lucky. a Lucky's all cigarette all fine tobacco
2: well, a home run, but still talking about Lucky. Being mild and
1: naturally good yeah. Wow, I love
2: old cigarettes. And no filter means more tar.
0: <laughs>
3: Delicious tar <laughs> for your lungs, your lungs to chew. Yes. <laughs> Delicious tar. Good old cigarettes. Oh, that's, uh that's
2: uh, great. I, never... I
0: say smugly as I take a hit off my vape. Hey. Uh, <laughs> you want to
2: learn how that kills you for another five years. <laughs>
3: well, speaking of smoking, Krusty uh, hmm. is chain-smoking yeah. this idea.
1: That dummy doesn't scare me. I've had plenty of guys come after me, and I've buried them all. Hobos, sea captains, Joey Bishop. Don't
3: forget the Special Olympics. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: I slaughtered the Special Olympics.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Slaughter. That is just the... The yeah. joy he has in slaughter. Yeah. Also, beating Joey Bishop, another Tonight Show reference. That's right, yeah. Joey Bishop went up against Carson, lost badly. Not mm-hmm.
2: even the mafia could save his show. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no. But his sidekick, Regis Philbin, oh, you're still right. is doing things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Won't be using the death jingle for him anytime yeah. soon. Nope. Not yet. Cross so... those fingers. And Penny Candy was back and actually got a line. Her
2: last speaking role for, I think, like 20 years, Pretty maybe. Much, oh, wow. yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I just love this clip of Quimby. He loves Gabo too.
1: I admit I. Use the city treasury to fund the murder of my enemies. <laughs> but as Gable would say, I'm a bad little
3: boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is so extreme. Yeah. Just admitting to murder. I, being an accessory to murder. The murder of my enemies. Yeah, The idea. murder of my enemies. Give so,
0: us hell, Quimby. My favorite thing, because I, I only recently what? ordered this on Deep. Henry, oh, yes. you tend to buy shirts of everything you've ever loved. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not jealous of any of them, mm-hmm. other than Worker and Parasite.
1: Well, kids, this is where you would watch Itchy and Scratchy. Except they're on the Gabo show now. So, here's Eastern Europe's favorite cat and mouse team. Worker and parasite. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs>
3: uh, I love, love Worker and Parasite so much. If you've ever watched Soviet cartoons, they yeah. are—they uh, are this. I
0: don't like, know that it's directly based on this, but I—it's it, available to buy in a DVD collection. But mm-hmm. the Tom and Jerry streak of, of Gene.
2: Dyke, I think that's his name. Yeah, he,
0: uh, yeah. Back when uh, all the studios shut down their theatrical animation divisions, uh, MGM wanted to keep Tom and Jerry going, so they
2: farmed it out to Czechoslovakia to a bunch mm. of untrained animators. There's a lot of online about it now because I think he just wrote a book he or did. published a book.
0: And it's like because you know he hated the characters initially, he thought they were too violent, and mm-hmm. you see these things now. You know what I, I found out? What's the creepiest thing in the world? Cheaply produced children's entertainment, <laughs> uh, and, and these cartoons are like, so unnerving. These Tom and Jerry. The cartoons. sound
2: is off. The sound effects are off. The music is weird.
0: They they seem to be using existing MGM sound on like recorded badly and sent over to them, yeah. or recording their own in an echoey room. Mm. Just. It, Everything that's, feels so dire and weird and haunted housey. And it's Tom and Jerry try, trying and their best to be Tom and Jerry. That's what I loved
3: about the horrible sound in the, in the Worker and Parasite cartoon, too. You got it. If you smoke pot,
0: <laughs> look, up, look up one of these cartoons, turn the lights out, you will get chills by like the, the horrible dog and cat noises they add mm-hmm. on to the MGM stock noises. I actually interacted
2: <laughs> with the director of those cartoons really? on Facebook a year ago. Uh, I have a friend that's an animation historian. He wrote the Ren and Stimpy book yeah. we talk about on here a lot. Mm-hmm. I think he was talking about it or he was posting about it on Facebook and I was just mentioning those cartoons. I was like, oh, I hated them. They were terrifying to Mm -hmm. me as a kid. They're so ugly. And then the next post is that director who's in his (laughs) 90s kind of being like, oh, "Oh, you know, we worked really hard. We didn't have that many resources. He was just sort of like apologizing for his work. And I was like, I'm so sorry. You're still alive and I I treasure you. Thanks for working on these. He was a big deal at his time. (laughs) He created a bunch of cartoon characters over there that I've never heard of. Yeah. But as a,
0: as a result, once you know how they're made, mm. they're beautiful.
2: Yeah, they were really made against adversity, Yeah, really. they're
0: not Tom and Jerry cartoons. They just happen to feature mm. them, but they're really surreal and, and interesting to watch.
2: But, but Worker and Parasite
3: does remind me of about 10 years ago uh, when I worked at a video store, this uh, DVD came out, which was a collection of Soviet cartoons. Mm. It was all the Soviet animation, which was... Paid for by the state to talk about how evil capitalism is. And I agree with them. (laughs) They've worked on me. No, but it was... I, for
0: one, welcome my Russian overlords.
3: So there were a couple, but there were some in there that were like, oh, this looks so cheap. And then there was actually a couple that had... Sub Disney short animation, but good animation. Yeah, and they were just kind of amazing to see. But one of them definitely had that background of unhappy workers yeah. that a worker and parasite bounce in front of. If, you, if you've been uh,
0: fortunate enough to see films from that period, it all concerns the proletariat. I think all almost all entertainment. And it's real weird. It was really relevant. Still on, is.
3: on the Soviet one, they all, on the Soviet yeah. cartoons, they also got in America for its racism, mm-hmm. which is just like, well, you guys are dumb. You guys got your own business to deal with, with racism in Russia, but anywho, mm. uh, if you want to get your own worker and parasite shirt, they sell them on Threadless. The best I instance, they sold out. Well, maybe that's I thought, why I was jealous of you. I was trying to uh, get okay. it. I'd seen other one. I seen the other one. I bought on Threadless. Still, Threadless has the best because they're all references to the good seasons you like, <laughs> and they don't have a dumb joke on it of like. Girls like it when I blue or whatever. Like, say hello
2: to my little friends. Yes. And it's a picture of Barton and Milhouse and Ugh, Martin. I hate all that. <laughs>
3: well, and speaking of Millhouse, I noticed this in this episode and in the next one. Mm-hmm. They needed a third friend for lines for Bart too, and Millhouse. Yeah. Weird, that, and so they're just like, it's Nelson. Yeah. Nelson will be the third person, these he's it's the first he time he's just playing
2: with them, and he's yeah. not, you know, trying to beat them up or trying to get something out of them. And by
3: the fifth season, the next time Nelson is there, he he will be the combo of like, I will hang out with you, Bart, mm-hmm. but I will also punch you in the stomach.
2: I want to if think you. that he bonded with Bart over their moms yeah. both being in jail, ah. and they yeah. became friends my over uh, that continuity.
3: And they are correct that slot cars are boring. Uh, this, is, yeah. this is one of my favorite, like what. Wait, I wait. Before go ahead. That, Well, first off, let's deconstruct that. Krusty had such a terrible deal with Itchy and Scratch yeah. they could just leave for Gabo. He should have had like a year exclusivity. Somewhere. Yeah, and we've
0: talked about those old that that, that all those children's shows of like this, the 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 sick, late '60s were to repackage theatrical shorts so they'd get a clown, usually, to host mm-hmm. a children's yeah, show. Yeah, they were not new so could, cartoons. Yeah, so they anyway. could play
2: Popeye cartoons. <laughs> and it's that, sort of like when the king of cartoons would come in for yeah, five minutes to waste your time.
3: And also... Uh, but they
0: they weren't married to the show that they were on, yeah, so yeah. they could leave.
3: Yeah. Uh, but Krusty's own ventriloquist doll scared me when I first saw that it. Alphonse is, is so yeah. funny
0: and doesn't... And him, when, him in the stands with the mm. shrieking children is one of my yes. favorite images of the entire and episode.
3: And I didn't get until <laughs> rewatching it as an adult, like... Oh, his mustache is really long to hide his mouth when he's doing ventriloquism. Oh, you know, I didn't that, think of that, actually. That's, that's why great. he has a stupid long mustache. It's, he's not even alive. He's dead. Crack. <laughs> oh, I, I did just find it somewhere in the
0: episode, uh, is it Cabo or Krusty broadcast at a KBBL, normally the radio station, but ah, yeah. the TV station is called KBBL, which normally is just Channel Six.
3: Yeah. Well, well, Krusty films out of well, he films out of Krusty Lou Studios, which is <laughs> attached to Channel Six.
2: In my hometown, <laughs> the uh, TV station and the radio station, one of them had the same uh, letters, call letters. There's a WKBM oh, okay. radio station, WKBN TV station.
0: I mean, everybody in my town, Tallahassee, Florida, was tripping over the right to call themselves WFSU. Beat your <laughs> ass every year at the national <laughs>
3: bowl. I don't know shit about sports go manatees (laughs) so the failure of worker and parasite is the end of the show but if we that's the end of the act Mm -hmm. but if we had watched as we would see in the 138 Mm -hmm. special they then had an extra scene where Krusty actually gets canceled. Yeah. Like, is directly the actual title of the episode happens. Yeah. Otherwise, Krusty gets canceled off screen. It's yeah. the empty audience then cut Which to. Which gives it the illusion well, that he canceled. He, he, pulled, he threw in the towel. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: and so that's what this clip is. And it, it features one of like, why I think it's such a great animated episode.
1: Well, that's it. We've been canceled. I think we can be proud that we never did a bad show, except for that week Ray J. Johnson with my co host. <laughs> You can call me Ray, and you can call me Jay. That thing was funny for about three seconds. But the important thing is, we're (laughs) like a family. Of course, Steve all right shut your hole <laughs> so have,
0: a, oh, go the, ahead. Uh, the animation moment is mr. teeny takes a swig I heard of, it yeah a liquor flask yeah. and then gets like the liquor shakes oh there's I, no I reason for that scene to exist but this this episode is filmed with that's gotta like be that. just
2: david silverman or the animator just in charge drive of that home. scene. yes the monkey is drinking he liquor. smokes cigars he drinks liquor he, he eats ice cream
3: and brad bird was still the
2: supervising director and was yeah. sticking stuff in too I mean there are some brad bird drawings in this scene in I'm, this episode right
3: I meant to mention it right when he introduces Worker in parasite. Those are some of the David Silvermaniest poses ever. Especially when he goes, but we've got worker in parasite, yes. and he like points yeah. a finger up and like that is it
2: i know david silverman you can definitely that. tell it's I am, him
3: i feel certain of that
2: but i do want to move on to ray j johnson who they <laughs> shit all over future guest really, ray j yeah, johnson when, yeah. so when they go to branson in season 14 or 15 ray mm-hmm. j johnson is a voice on the show because
3: that's the episode where grandpa gets a new girlfriend yeah and he's acting like a teenager and homer's having to be the father for him exactly and it's not they great go, and so they go <laughs> off to branson to get married It's not great, but I would say it's better than any Mike Scully episode, or late Mike Scully episodes, because it at least has a... Family story. It comes right. from family drama. And I like
2: the Branson story because my grandma went there a lot. And the the tagline for Branson is they took Nick at night and made it a town. And <laughs> Ray J. Johnson, um, born Bill Saluga in Youngstown, Ohio, my wow. birthplace, oh. where only big losers come out of, <laughs> so like the me. the second
0: most famous person from Youngstown? I think so, yeah, who's nice.
2: not a criminal. <laughs> or Ray J. Johnson. Um, but yeah, he was a, he was a comedian. Uh, he did a bit, basically, where... He didn't want you to call him Johnson, so he, he went through all the names you could call him because he didn't want you to call him, like, a dick, basically. Like, don't call me Johnson because Johnson means dick. I and I have a clip dick from dick King of the Hill where Bobby and Joseph, they are, they are mystified why their parents think this is funny. So they're sitting down and listening to this record of Ray J. Johnson and being like, what? why, 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 what is this?
1: My dad never laughs at anything, so this has got to be good. Hey, Johnson. Oh, you doesn't have to call me Johnson. My name is Raymond J. Johnson, Jr. Now, you can call me Ray, or you can call me J., or you can call me R.J., or you can call me R.J.J., or you can call me R.J.J., Jr. But you doesn't have to call me Johnson. I don't get it. What are they laughing at? And who's he talking to? Is he talking to us? (laughs) I'd like to hear more from the guy who said, hey, Johnson. (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah.
2: so in the episode that they, he's a voice on in the Simpsons much later uh, the line he does in the in the song about Branson which is a pretty funny song he's mm. like you can call me Ray you can call me Jay call me whatever you want I do seven shows a day so he's kind of rubbing it in their face like I'm popular here yes. no one knows about me but they come to see me but so they fuck you get
3: Mr. T for that song oh they really have to, they okay. have to sub in Mr. T who will later be a that's guest right. on the show right yeah. it's like come on Mr. T you don't want a paycheck for this mm. that's so cruel to Ray J like yeah. it's just like that's funny for three seconds, and then following that up, like, they'll trash him later in this episode. Yeah, this episode
0: so much, but it is the most time capsule episode it ever really, filled really things is.
3: no one will get under 20.
2: Yeah, both Charlie Weaver and Ray J. Johnson, I think, are <sighs> our deepest digs into references I so far. I love doing this show. God damn <laughs> it. So then he
3: goes to Johnny Carson's place, and it is a magical moment because Johnny Carson... <laughs> He made three appearances after retiring from The Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. Only two of them speaking. He, yeah. uh, he appeared at a teacher's awards thing. Mm-hmm. He... Appeared and said nothing on, and Letterman. on Letterman. When Letterman went to L.A., he, I believe he took down his glasses and drove away. Yeah. Oh, then he came into the audience and sat at the desk, mm. and then got out from the desk. And but left allegedly, him he was anything. submitting
0: monologue jokes all the while to mm. David Letterman in secrets, <laughs> Yes, which he wouldn't reveal. Letterman didn't reveal until his death. Oh, wow. And so I the only that. other time it's that Carson's <laughs> death, Letterman is hopefully still <laughs> so with us, depending on when this airs. Mm. Looking but, like Santa
2: Claus these days.
3: <laughs> but before, but I guess that means before we hear a clip from Johnny Carson, mm. we have to hear a certain jingle. No. Uh, well, I'd love that. That it's in the show oh, uh, that's
1: true Rusty, how you holding up uh i'm kind of worried about the future how do you deal with it well you've been on tv longer than i have i'm sure you've saved up quite a nest egg Uh yeah do they still buy human hair down at the wig shop <laughs> <clears throat> uh,
0: i just i really like the the mild fiction it sets up there that crusty has been on for longer than the '60s, yeah, mm-hmm. uh,
3: as established in "Crusty Gets Busted," yeah,
2: he started in '63, according to "I Love Lisa." Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah,
3: so he, but I technically was an on longer, but yeah, though this scene, it like predates "Late Shift." Even the book "Late yeah. Shift" was '94, but this there are scenes like this in the "Late Shift" movie, at mm-hmm. least I've not read the book, but of D- D- Johnny playing tennis mm-hmm. and getting and David asking him for advice, yeah. like, mm-hmm. and this is. But this is all these jokes coming together in not just in the I Love Lisa, but mm-hmm. also in Camp Krusty. Mm-hmm. He's oh, at yeah. Wimbledon, Wimbledon right, as right. a reference to Johnny Carson. <laughs> God,
2: there's so much Carson baked into Krusty. The
3: there's so much into him. Yeah. And this is also after, and it'll actually be in the next episode too, they'll watch Carson on TV and he'll tell terrible jokes. Yeah, and the Carnac joke jokes. Car, yeah, the joke is like, Carson sucks. Yeah, And yet they got him on it, obviously, because he doesn't watch The Simpsons. What's he care?
2: So, Henry, you would know this. Was the late show business happening at this time, or was it settled that Letterman was going to CBS and not getting Johnny's? He, yeah, he okay. had
3: settled it at that point but he had to finish his contract and then left. Right, because
2: it was so. this fall where Conan takes over, yep. uh, where Letterman was, Letterman goes to CBS, fall mm-hmm. of 93.
3: So that's all those dominoes have fallen. Yeah. It was really sped up, but Chris knows this really well too, mm-hmm. but it was really sped up in the late shift, obviously. Yeah,
0: oh, that, late shift, sorry. Yeah, late it was over a period of a few years or something like that. Just, I, I don't know why I'm so fascinated by these stories. It's a great,
3: I love the late shift. Because I always thought that like, HBO HBO only film. I
0: like late night talk shows when I'm a teenager and apparently they're the most lucrative things in the universe yeah
2: and they matter the most then I
0: think and it's why when you see they announce a new talk show you groan because you don't care mm-hmm. but it's worth that much money to
3: to even fail they have to yeah. try and they probably had to pay Johnny Carson money to use the Tonight Show jingle yeah. yes. as that like that, maybe that's also why, he, why yeah that's, he that's uh, watching
0: there's a great Carson documentary on Netflix and yes. it was just like that Carson created the big band noise because he liked that kind of music. Mm. So everybody else who made a talk show hired a band with a brass section because they thought that's what a talk show is, which the Steve Allen, who will Mm. also be referenced here, it's just, there's no band. (laughs) It's just a a desk and a couch. It never happened before Carson, and he he literally created the talk show band. Uh, I find that fascinating. You're still watching Colbert come in with, like, Blaring trombones, <laughs> like representative of no music
3: being played anywhere. But Chris, uh, I think you have to play the death jingle. That is um, yeah. me.
4: Death stalks you at every turn. Ah, there it is. Death.
2: Do I have to? We don't have to play it twice this episode, do we? Uh, we might. I don't know. I mean, he died in two thousand and five at age seventy nine. Yeah. Uh, notorious chain smoker. I think one of the last and things. And womanizer. And womanizer. That didn't kill him though. No. But no. Uh, I think one of the last things his brother he, he said to somebody was like, "Those damn cigarettes." You yeah. know, just he wouldn't stop chain smoking he couldn't so yeah. and that's did, what did he didn't even in.
0: hide it he
3: like, did it on television too, yeah. back when they could do that
2: openly smoking on the thank show right. it's really weird
3: so I love the animation speaking of great animation mm-hmm. in this Krusty's animation of like shouting at the horse is yeah. so great like now oh, come over here
0: okay I think I have to give that my line of the show because it, it works uh, without uh, it works without any visuals
1: that's the joke Come on, you stupid horse! Mm. I got my last ten bucks on you! No, don't look at me! Run! No, don't come over here! <laughs>
3: uh, oh, boy.
2: That's licking his face. That's a great joke. Like, don't
1: look
0: at me. Yeah. Don't come over. And it's all just one shot of Krusty.
3: That is it. You yeah. know, I've been to, I've seen live horse races many times, and that's a bad horse. Like, yes. they have trained that horse very badly to <laughs> stop galloping and then also go to the sides. Like, that wouldn't happen. And just to give me
0: the excuse to play the Melrose Place theme song, oh, uh, yeah. just because of this clip.
1: Oh, Kyle, I just don't think I fit in here at Melrose Place. From now on, I'll be doing the thinking for both of us oh yeah and, uh, mm-hmm. speaking of
0: uh, Melrose Place thank you to Luke Perry oh yeah for yes. the shout out and in that scene wait Melrose Place it, well it's, well, right. it's, it's produced by now, the right. same oh, group right, of people right. and in that scene uh, Krusty has on fake sideburns in a way he looks really 70s mm. but that was the visual embodiment of those yeah. shows Luke mm. Perry and Jason Priestley's fucking sideburns yeah. Yeah. and this show
2: <laughs> was so huge I mean yeah. there was a sign felt about all the characters being ashamed of watching it right I think it was Model yeah. Inc but it's, it's oh, the oh, same no it's, it was Melrose Place oh it was Melrose Place yeah Model Inc is the gray it's a great yeah and in my shitty hometown of youngstown mm-hmm. there was an apartment complex a shitty apartment complex named melrose place Two. oh my
3: god <laughs> and you really
2: want to live there because oh it will god. explode every season
3: oh <laughs> uh, that's amazing yeah uh so. but uh
2: that was a that was a sexy show to watch as a kid <laughs> uh, definitely <laughs>
3: speaking mm-hmm. of jokes that seem like tv writer ones mm-hmm. saying that steve allen did this first like that is that was old yeah. tv writers like ah steve yeah. allen did that first yeah did for this. a little bit
0: of setup to this clip he
3: did the man on the street joke he did this joke he did that joke but and
0: the, the simpsons has an internal fiction where steve allen invented everything anyway he yes the and he
3: wrote 800 books
0: yeah and but the the, the barton and lisa are watching Gabo do a prank call that Bart what, accused him of ripping off Krusty and Lisa mm. says Krusty ripped this off of Steve Allen actually.
2: Yeah. Hello, is this Krusty the Cloud?
1: Is this the callback for that porno film? Look, I <laughs> was a little nervous that day, but I'm all manned, I can assure
2: you. <laughs> uh, no, I represent a Japanese camera company. We'd like to pay you two million dollars to do a camera commercial.
1: Whoa! Me Reiki very much! <laughs> uh, oh, I hope I didn't offend you. I need this bad.
2: Bad enough to hit yourself over the head with a phone?
1: Whoa, you got it! Go! No, Go! No. <laughs> what the? Ugh. If this is anyone but Steve Allen,
3: you're stealing my bit.
2: Awesome. <laughs> we saw some of Crussy's uh, racially insensitive comedy much later. Yeah. In a- another Fall from Grace episode when he has to become a stand-up comic. kind <laughs>
3: had like eight falls from Grace. Yeah. But this, yeah, I wondered if this was the setup for the... <clears throat> Miso so solly routine that he will <laughs> With the will flapping dicky. Yeah. I yeah. would just like to point out,
0: it's Hank Azaria doing a George Takai impression yeah. which he will do again to, to be Play
3: Akira. Akira. Yeah. yeah. I think he's done
2: it previously to yeah. this, yeah.
3: When they can't get Takai, they do him. Yeah, that was great. I, I love that. That They snuck on a joke about the, that Krusty couldn't get hard for the porno <laughs> <Yeah>. audition. <laughs> like, I was I'm say. all a man. <laughs> that's like, I got a little nervous, but like that's... that's, that's, that's that's so dirty to get on a kid show. And that he's already going to porn, which. That also makes me think, like, wait, no, you could be hosting porn. Be like, st- it is the steps. Like, you go to host well, porn and then porn. You can be in a Playboy video and still be president. I feel
2: it's like can it's can less do. dirty than Chief Wickham telling uh, Lisa and Ralph that he was masturbating. That he had his pants off mm-hmm. or, yeah.
0: his or that Marge likes to get fucked slow and then fast. Well, that's just
2: mm-hmm. pure and, and wholesome.
3: Yeah, that's two that's, that's,
0: that's loving it, adults. But
3: mm-hmm. I don't have a problem
0: with it. Uh, but I did, had to burn this one.
3: Uh Rick's Morgan
1: MD, <laughs> you have the prescription for the daily Blues. Does that? <laughs> Homer I don't know only likes
3: thing because his whole face is covered. Yeah, I'm sure face. there was one
2: of many comic uh, strip jokes they wrote for that.
3: The running gag is that Homer likes only the bad comic yeah. strips. Like, Andy
2: he, Cap you, wife beating drunk
3: and oh Marmaduke. But he, he I know I told that ones. elsewhere. I not only love
0: comic books growing up, I love comic strips mm. I love them like, yeah
2: I mean I ritualistically read them for yeah. I don't know 15 years maybe yeah, Garfield a...
0: Gateway Calvin and Hobbes like universe like I ignored talking to women in front of me to read Calvin and Hobbes <laughs> for, like a while after puberty so I, I asked I would ask my grandparents uh, to save me their comics pages because they lived in a different town that had all these different comics mm. and just that they, they lived in this if anybody goes by Ocala, Florida, top of the world, mm. the top of the world, it's called the top of the world. It's right next <laughs> to, uh,
2: is that where Scarface died? I, it's just, it's an old,
0: it's a community of people drive mostly golf carts around. Uh, giant. It's I believe it's the size of Manhattan. Hmm. It's, it's just where old people okay. live in little homes, all it's attached like to Del one. Del Boca other. Vista, but
3: writ large. it's the it most is. Florida
0: thing you can think of. Apparently, it borders right on John Travolta's personal uh, air
3: airport field. Or something uh, yeah, like yeah. Well, he's mm-hmm. got to live close to Clearwater, Florida, the home of the Scientology. But because, <laughs> because they're that big, they had their own newspaper. So, like.
0: Wow. I, I would get, like... Because I think I wanted, like, the fucking Lockhorns and Mother Goose and Grimm, which <laughs> weren't in our paper, but the rest of it was all, like,
2: Rex mm. Morgan, M.D., and Prince Valiant, and I all s- these
0: holdovers. It, Rex, Rex Morgan yes. takes back to
2: 1948. I mean, I, I'm sure mm-hmm. these could tell good stories, these soap opera comics. The problem wow. was they told one scene over the course of three months, because it's, that- like, two lines of dialogue mm. per day.
3: Yeah, that's how it was. I never read those, but I as the biggest Spider-Man fan in the world, yep. I would try to read the Spider-Man comic strip Stop and me. that would drive me crazy too because it really was, I'm stealing this observation from Hayes Davenport, yeah. the comedian who I really like, who also <laughs> was one of the first people at the JFK Terminal 4 protest Saturday morning. Oh, I was seeing him tweet good on him. Uh, before thousands were there. He was tweeting about it. Anyway, he pointed out that The Spider-Man comic strips are the problem of all those ones of, like, panel one, Mm -hmm. I will tell you what happened in the previous (laughs) strip. Mm -hmm. Panel two, new development. Panel 3, to oh, be no. continued. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next, so then the next day it's like, here's what happened yesterday. New thing, it's just like, that's interminable. It, it Meanwhile, read. like,
2: Prince Valley is a paragraph next to a single picture. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what is this? These are insane and, like, unconscionably boring.
0: And, and I, I remember trying to read them, but the, yeah, my grandparents' paper was filled with them, including Rex Morgan, MD, which is just something... I haven't thought of. I don't think anybody said out loud in at least fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Rex Morgan, MD, everybody. But of course, we move into
3: Bart's. Got a, He's got his own plans to destroy Gabo. Oh. Yeah, gabbo has got a bit of a. Pilates that ought now. to hold
1: the little S.O.B.s. Gabbo, quiet. Oh, I would want to affair the little S.O.B.s. This
0: is mm-hmm. but that like fully. Let you know Gabbo is a sentient being. Yeah, <laughs> no, Arthur
3: talk- Crandall is crazy. I think that's the only thing. He's yeah. like, just always hanging out with him and then off camera he's just like, please, Gabbo. It. I it's- mean,
2: he is. this is based on a movie where a ventriloquist goes insane. Yeah. So it's it's happening with Arthur Crandall and this is a reference to an urban legend. On the yes. commentary they believe it happened but I looked it up on Snopes and it didn't. Me too! You did too? Yes. Well, um, yeah. I, oh.
3: I thought I could find the clip of it. Me I was too. like, oh, let's find mm-hmm. the clip and do it. But yeah, so.
2: Yeah, radio, a Kids Radio, Host named Uncle Don. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was said that he said that that ought to hold the little bastards. But it never happened. Mm. It was just sort of this, you know, meme or whatever that got passed around and really? became it became an urban legend. It
3: was the Mandela effect or yeah, one of those I mean, other things of just like everybody told each other this happened. Yeah. So it's a, just a created memory that everybody agrees. To yeah, the Mandela
0: effect you might remember recently from uh, Sinbad starring in Kazam, which in the, didn't happen, yes. and even he says no and no and the that people inf- do not believe that, him, that
3: infuriated me because I was <laughs> yeah. like. In the mid-90s, I watched every Sinbad yeah, film, and I knew he... I was like, yeah, you're getting it confused with the superhero Shazam mm-hmm. and, the, and the Shaquille O'Neal do movie. You know, do you know how
0: well, somebody dated it back? This is, this is deviating. Mm-hmm. Because if you watch Kazam on video, like all of us did, mm-hmm. there's a preview in the beginning for Sinbad's first kid. If your ah, brain is yes. mush and not fully formed, mm-hmm. you think Sinbad when you think of the Genie movie. And so mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, you're just racist. Like... <laughs> you would have seen Sinbad every time you popped in Kazan. Mm-hmm. So, and if you're a little kid, it's understandable. How, but, but when the actor and director refute you, yeah, <laughs> this doesn't That's, exist. Yeah. <laughs> That's
3: the part that drives me crazy. Of just like, look, that you may think this is a Bernstein versus Bernstein thing, but like this isn't. You just human uh, brain so is good. fallible. Yeah. Look
0: that up, people. It's great. Uh, but of course, I love that. This is one of my. F- but that's my
3: favorite they... Ken Brockman news
0: so moment. So that's oh, why right. they say Sorry. it
3: exactly. This oughta hold the little. Mm. But they'd say SOBs instead of bastards. SOBs but... is
0: a little. I didn't. I don't think I knew what it meant. Because I, me I either heard son of a bitch. I never heard anybody say SOB. <laughs> uh, but I, this is my second favorite Brockman moment mm. uh, ever.
3: Gabo's kind of language has no place on
1: or off TV. And that's my two cents.
2: I <laughs> ought to hold those SOBs. <laughs> What the... Brockman fired. (laughs) I love it. They already have the Chiron ready. One thing I want to mention not to bring us down is Mm -hmm. I've seen this device happen in a billion pieces of fiction Mm -hmm. where a character is brought down by uh, being recorded, Mm -hmm. not knowing they're being recorded like a face in the crowd. So many, so many movies, so many TV shows. We know based on real life that can no longer happen anymore. You cannot use that plot device. You Mm -hmm. shouldn't have used it before because it's so overused, but now it's like... This person said the worst thing. Another president. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like this just proved it doesn't work well and it doesn't work on Gabbo. Well, that's yeah, why I don't just... explain why it doesn't work on Gabbo other than Gabbo Gaff. <laughs> yeah. Other than like maybe people were more mad at Brock and I they, they just of, looked at Brock. Yeah. People I guess like, there was
2: no uh, reference to what happened afterwards. Right. I yeah.
3: hate people like Kent Brockman
2: who fan outrage of things that a ton
0: of people have said mm-hmm. and someone prominent gets caught saying it. It's a little shocking. That's um, locker room talk. <laughs> but it's, well, that's just I know, evidence I know. of a terrible person. I, I understand that, but uh.
2: I want to say this h- helped bring Gabo down enough for people to get in- interested in Krusty. That's again, true. Maybe for a special. That's true,
0: but that's because Krusty's got friends.
1: Yeah. Uh, 35 years in show business and already no one remembers me. Just like, what's his name and who's it's and, you know, that guy always wore a shirt. Ed Sullivan? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you knew Luke Perry. <laughs> no, I'm. He's my worthless half-brother. He's a big TV star. Yeah, on Fox. face <laughs> is Taylor. Yeah. that Midler. Bette and I owned a racehorse together. Crudler. Hey, Bart, if we get all these big stars to appear on a special with Krusty, it might get his career going again.
2: There we go. There's the that yeah, That Midler
3: yeah. is a national treasure, by
2: yes, the way. I want to reference the, uh, the Crudler joke, which is something I just got uh, oh, maybe yeah. a few years ago, where... You think if they were to own a horse together they would combine the, their names to be Misty. Mm-hmm. But ah, they did the opposite. They did Crudler. All
3: right. I so that's that. the joke. The, uh. the horse
2: should be named Misty, but it said it's it's named Crudler. Uh,
3: the well, <laughs> If you've ever gone to a horse race, every nope. name is horrible because they're just they're named by rich guys who just name it like this is 17502 or Man of War, or all these things like they're The names make no sense because Uh, they're just named by their owners. A little bit of trivia.
0: Before we named the show Laser Time, it was Mm. supposed to be a joke based on a Mr. Show sketch where a guy playing pool taught you about a horse race oh. and Bob Odenkirk yells, here comes Batman the horse. Batman was the horse. Papa's delicate condition. I think we finally don't own the URL Batman the podcast, which is supposed to be the name of it being exactly right. what it is now, a show about fucking commercials and action figures. And, was one of them if
2: Manny Patinkin was a horse? Yeah, and Manny Patinkin Mandy was, a was a horse. Yeah. And
3: just And then just, we do that clap every time and then look
0: yeah. at the screen That's and why we laugh. have nitrogen. Oh,
3: so great. Uh, that's the, a great sketch. So, Luke Perry being his brother has been completely forgotten from yeah. they never mentioned it ever again. Krusty crusty has fallen so far. Mm-hmm. This, this is more of the Elvis thing of Elvis was in a bad place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that I also did love that old Jewish man. He's never been this crazy <laughs> before. This is the only time he's ever been a guy who dances in his underwear on the street, but Oh, great magic! That's great, and the and the old man dancers on the TV. <laughs> I like that. I get that joke now. That is, they'll put anything on television. That was the joke. But the timing of this episode, though, too, the third act is half the
2: runtime. That's true. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, like, they cram every celebrity in that third yeah, act. It's, it's, yeah. I
0: mean, it's a difficult task. I want to play this one because, man, thank you so much again to Luke Perry.
1: A horsey, and what are you making, sideshow, Luke Perry?
0: A 19th century carousel. Luke Perry's moment in this episode is kind of my favorite gag being mm. shot out of the cannon. It's well, really
3: great. Well, It's yeah. so good, and Luke, it
0: just doesn't, it doesn't work in audio. Luke
3: even. Perry put on his working boots. I'm like, uh, some <laughs> yeah. people said, you get five words from me, and then I go home. But yeah. Luke Perry was like, I'm having fun. Simpsons is fun. I wonder, though, mm. he never came back, and I do wonder that, in the time between him recording this episode mm-hmm. and it airing, was the monorail episode, which had a very, very direct shot oh, right. at Luke Car- Perry of, he's young, he's hip, he's, he's thirty-five years yeah. old. That's, yeah. That, but that guy's was Luke also Perry. the
2: the hokeyest Luke Perry joke that everybody was making. I guess I'm, I'm so, sure it was in Mad Magazine, SNL, whatever. It wasn't very else. Nice. It's yeah. happening
3: to Riverdale right now? Yeah, yeah it's like, true.
2: Jughead <laughs> fucks now. <laughs>
3: Uh he That's should be but, but so they go on a tour of all the yeah, celebrities. I, and I'm sad that I, Bette Midler
0: doesn't have any more great lines. It's everybody Her her Bette Midler being a scourge to villainy? Yeah. I love like, she kills people. Yeah.
1: Oh no, Bette Midler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: Bat Miller kills snake. And whoever a, this was
2: I love the 80s action music. That was actually yeah. part of her clause. Like she wanted to have her environmentalism work into okay. the show in some way. She ran a group at some point. I don't know.
0: I am not aware of her. environment. I'm not aware of a lot about Bette Midler. <laughs> uh, but I did. I just assumed it was someone mm. like an Ed Bagley Jr.
3: that everybody associated with environmentalism. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, she definitely has liberal causes, and she was a big uh, early gay rights advocate. Mm. As uh, like, Wait, gay people like Bette Midler. What? <laughs> <laughs> when she was coming up in her career as a singer, she would she would sing Ed. Bathhouses in Manhattan, really? like New York. Like, that was a famous thing she did. And I like what Bett midler movie had actually your seen all the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hocus Pocus, you've seen that one.
0: We what? talked about her on 302010 because I had to do a little research on her that she had this huge Disney contract in the mid 80s. Of all movies, I have not seen. Uh-huh. Outrageous Fortune, I have seen from Down and Out in Beverly Hills, beaches. Like a box office titan for a very for a brief period there, and then mm. I, I didn't see her in a lot after. Uh, at this point, I don't think we see Bette Midler in mm. just about anything.
3: Well, she went back to the stage, mm. and you should see the the film. The rose is great. Well, the song in the rose is is one of my favorites. I I, I will cry hearing it. But the, <laughs> it's uh, on a
0: list of names of things Chris won't see. Well, all right. Well, let's them.
3: straighten this up with <laughs> Hugh Hefner in a visit yes. to the Playboy Mansion.
1: The plant. Yes, the grotto uses so much water. The bunnies felt we should go this way. Smart bunnies, Hef. I can't call you Hef, can't I? No.
0: (laughs) Can can you believe... Of all the people who are dead in this episode, none of them are Hugh Hefner? He...
3: I think he's 90? Yeah, Clean living? Uh, No. no. (laughs) Not at all. Well, I will say these things about Hefner, that he was... uh, As a pornographer, he he was on on the edge of uh, freedom of speech stuff and also had been early advocate of pro-life stuff in in pro-life yeah, he was, yeah. Uh, sorry okay. around, pro-choice that's and, right pro-segregating television yeah but he, he was... did
2: not wear an american flag diaper <laughs> no, yes
3: that's true <laughs> i mean he's just the less extreme version of larry flint like same with they won't show the beaver in playboy mm-hmm. he won't wear a diaper like that's mm-hmm. the same but the there are good things about him but he's also gross and a mm-hmm. gross old man and he and like the playboy empire was dying and then his daughter took it over and and Rebranded it for the nineties, and then it died again in the two thousands. But uh, still not dead. But no,
0: I believe the grotto he's speaking of is a house he no longer owns. He might, I think, yeah. he might still
2: live there. I've read a story maybe in the past few years about just how awful the Play- Playboy Mansion is. It's mm-hmm. just falling apart. It's dilapidated. Yeah. It's just the shadow of its and former people, self. And
0: people rent out the outside for parties, mm-hmm.
2: such as video game reviews. To say they've been there, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah for real. I
3: mean, back in the day, it was like you'll go here and you'll like see James Conn fucking and, some. Lady, watch
2: Silverstein getting his dick sucked.
3: Yeah, you can see Shell, all these. Silverstein.
2: Yes, yeah, all the time. What? Yep. Yeah, you look up
3: people who were the regulars of the Grotto. Shell uh, yes, and, man. But but also the thing in Playboy always was like you wouldn't as as some as somebody who's friend who was friends with people who would look at straight porn and like, who would look at it, I'd be like, well, this is this one's easier for me because I don't have to see all of the vagina. That's <laughs> nice. They kind of they shoot I, around it. I fell
0: in love with the first Playboy I ever saw featuring. Kirk Cameron's uh, on-screen yes. girlfriend from Growing oh. Pains who he then fired for appearing in that very issue. The only pornographic magazine I saw for years. Mm. When I saw how good it can get outside of Playboy, I never <laughs> ever went back.
3: Well, and by 90... Uh, by and I the... don't have
0: a lot of need for like $6,000 stereos. That is mm-hmm. that is the bulk
3: of the fucking magazine. I just remember it smelling like eight colognes. <laughs> that's like, definitely. that's that's what Playboy is. Yeah. It just smells like eight colognes. They have a bunch of inserts in it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, because that's our audience they're selling I mean, it, it to.
0: It was always supposed to be a high end, uh, you and know.
3: it was known for actually very good yeah, yeah, for journalism. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but
2: I, it, I mean, when you're a kid, I think all the Playboys you see are at least ten years out of date. or At least yeah. for me, it was. It, of course, uh, we all know the the phenomenon of finding porn in the woods. Yes, and that's where I that's found where my I first mine. porn. Yeah, yeah. Well, my
0: friend caught me with them. Was going to tell my mom.
3: I mean, I was lucky in that I had a friend. Well, lucky, I was. I wasn't enjoying those mm-hmm. Playboys too much. I was more entertained by my friends getting hard, looking at the Playboy. If I, I want to be, if I'm being totally honest. But I wouldn't tell them that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I had two different friends who were just like, their dads were huge porn freaks who, to the point, were like, if they took si- a six month old Playboy, their dad would not notice. Yeah, and so, and I, the people I
0: took it from are like, he. Had, there's so many Playboys. The garage is filled with a bunch of unguarded porn mags. Well, now we have mm-hmm. all
2: that porn cataloging software. Yeah, that's the <laughs> thing. makes it like, much easier. It's
3: just porn is so nothing. And that's what killed Playboys. So. Yeah. Not but I killed. But it has a in, TV. It has a channel. It has a website yeah. that has a
0: completely different identity from nude women.
3: Yeah, but but in the nineties mm-hmm. we got to see the resurgence of like the the centerfold, at least back to back, it was like Pam Anderson and Jenny McCarthy, who mm-hmm. became monster stars. And Nicole Smith, and Nicole Smith too. Mm-hmm. All three of those blondes became major stars mm-hmm. and got to own their own brand and do their own stuff, just from the fame that began with being centerfold of the year in Playboy. Yeah. And, and then they went on to, then they were like, well, I don't have to show my tits to be <laughs> a star. I can do a sketch comedy show like Jenny McCarthy <laughs> did with, with Brian posein on it like, and john benjamin and, too and john I think. Benjamin, melissa yeah. mccarthy
0: because they are related
3: there oh, was a really I remember, I remember the only sketch i remember from the jenny mccarthy show was where they seem to be setting up that brian posein was the male guy mm-hmm. at at jenny mccarthy's office and he was stalking her but then it turned out that no. she was stalking him. Oh, was, was, that like, alone. was that
2: during? Was that during Mister Show, like a Mister
3: Show's yes, downtime? It was. Wow. Yes, Yeah,
2: I just remember the sketch where the puppets uh, kept getting distracted by her and just keep saying, "Oh, you smell so good." Like, "Oh, you smell oh, yes. nice." Yeah, or whatever.
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I will say at the time she was so gorgeous and so outgoing and funny. I really mm. didn't like Jenny McCarthy <laughs> and um, and
3: Pam Anderson. You know, yeah. she and also like she Pam. Speaking of people getting political like she was very anti-fur big vegan big time all that stuff good friends with sam simon mm-hmm. uh, co-creator of the know. simpsons to bring this back to the simpsons it brings back the simpsons the playboy just about i think the last gas for playboy as a porn as mm-hmm. pornography was when they paid in a lot of money to Lindsay Lohan. To get naked for their thing. And it was just like, it was uploaded immediately. Yeah. It was just yeah. like, nobody's going to buy these yeah. images. Dudes do want to jerk off to it, I, I, but they're I'm not, not going to buy Playboy. I ain't paying
0: for. for it. When I grew up a little and, and did discover other <laughs> means, opening up a Playboy and their interviewer, mm-hmm. those to me are like the first podcasts. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a, like a, a prolonged, outrageously yeah, long, unabridged, and unabridged yeah. interview with fascinating people. I I forget who that guy is I, he, uh, but he he's amazing. I love the. the I think Williams.
2: most of their archives are online. I think like every centerfold is online for free. Really? Yeah, I don't I don't have the screen for. Go out there and jerk off, gentlemen. Oh. But the Chili Peppers are here. The
0: Chili Peppers are here. There's a great moment later. But in terms of something for some, every time I talk about fucking Woody Woodpecker, which you'd be astonished how much I do it. with these seven <laughs> podcasts I'm on Stop on a weekly. Stop talking
2: basis. about it, Cuthbert. Brett and Dave, throw
0: this at me.
1: We want Chili
2: Willie. <laughs> that Chili Willie's is the penguin, right? He's the penguin from Land yeah. Studios. Yeah, I,
3: I think I think we already know this, but but Flea is easily the best actor Dude, of the Chili Peppers.
0: He's the worst actor in Back to the Future too. The best actor and the Chili in, in this yeah. episode of the Chili Peppers. Yeah, was, I don't know if that's John Frusci.
3: Frusciante, the Chili Peppers John had like
0: 8,000 8, guitarists yeah this is,
3: is I think it's him it's before uh, Dave Navarro DeVave Navarro yeah. joined up but I this was back when it was cutting edge like the Chili Peppers were cutting edge they yeah. weren't like the they weren't like the Grateful Dead for our generation Ooh. now which <laughs> the Grateful like, Dead
0: for 90's funk rock I
3: mean they've been ruined by John Daly to me like look up <laughs> Abracadabra yeah. California yeah look up <laughs> Abracadabra California Bing-a-bong-a-bong-a-bong Burbank yeah and the uh I have a line in here. I say all the time, Mm. which is now back to the wall. It's (laughs) like that. If I, if I'm going to go back to doing nothing at work or doing something, I'll say, I'll end a conversation with someone like, and now back to the wall. All that
0: that whole scene, I should have got it because it's really funny. Like, can I look at the wall? <laughs> not for free. My wallet's in the car. What a fun! You <laughs> walk to the bar without your wallet. It's like he is so <laughs>
2: stupid.
3: Now back to the wall. Though so um, the writers admit that was them being lazy. Of like, hey Mo, look over there. What am I looking at? What like he had nothing.
0: Yeah,
2: it. I mean, Mo is normally not that stupid, but uh, it worked for the scene. Uh,
3: I
0: but I'm not going to play the death jingle again. But, uh, it's
2: First, Liz, baby.
1: Miss Tyler? A couple of grade school kids wanted you to be on a Krusty special. I told them to puzzle off. Good. I,
0: I, I, I remember <laughs> hoping, watching this, until I remember she does have a line. If if she has in The Simpsons twice saying one word, That's that true. would be yeah. so cool. But she has,
3: he, he does she has say one more line. line but but yeah. That is great. I think that, that was one of my favorite jokes yeah. uh, when I first saw it, that it is a parody of this episode of saying, why would a celebrity do yes. something yeah. as yeah. children
2: like- showed up? She wouldn't, and she died in 2011, by the way.
3: Yes, yeah. I remember writing up a post about it because. Uh... But she was famous for being famous at that point. She mm-hmm. was not, and I remember it's not nice, mm-hmm. but I remember my mom and or my parents agreeing like Elizabeth Taylor doesn't look like that now. No, like, no, it's not. But she's but she was pure Hollywood glamour, and we we yeah, miss dude. her very much. So she
2: was polishing a diamond, I think, in the yeah. scene, uh, yeah. and she had a perfume called White Diamonds or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. I remember that because. On CBS, one night she appeared on every sitcom to promote her perfume, like Murphy Brown and like Evening Shade and all that shit. It was amazing, yeah, because she
0: she had kind of withdrawn from not from public life, but from being in anything, pretty much appearing and stuff. And I remember writing about her when she died. It is really sad that if you're from my generation the most common
2: Elizabeth Taylor ground you have is where she plays Wilma's mother in the Flintstones oh school. my god uh, that, well I mean it has to be hard if you're known as the world's most beautiful woman and you start aging like, yeah. what do you do with that identity after I, that
3: and what's, Willie, uh, what's uh, her main name what's Wilma's oh, fuck, I name I forgot name? Shale. Sh-
2: Shale Shale clever Great. clever Great. Great. but Ooh, actually, watch, I'm gonna have to look this every up every time on, please but. watch Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf uh, fantastic movie you can see her at her best and I, uh, and I, and I just watched Night her... of the Iguana which is yeah. fucking amazing you want
3: to see her as sexy as Watcher and cat on a
2: hot tin roof. Oh.
0: God, this is a hard segue back into sideshow Mel working at the gulp and Blow. The gulp and Blow in its last appearance, I think. <laughs> Gulpen
2: m- Blow. The manager here is like, for
0: some reason, makes me laugh so oh, much. Ow. now. we're ow. skipping over the, we're, it, the we're manager. Skim,
3: we're skipping over Krusty's weight gain, which was like uh, eight uh, seconds. Yeah, in the but episode.
0: I, I, I kind of hate all that.
3: Like, it's not great, but it's where they put in the Bill Murray <laughs> jokes we talked about earlier, and also he gains about a two hundred pounds in oh, three weeks. Yeah, and I also just wanted to mention it because I have a theory that. They originally timed out all that stuff to "Eye of the Tiger" or or the Rocky theme, yeah, because it ends just with a straight up rock. The last two scenes are Rocky. But in the Simpsons pudding. house, yeah. like he's beating, they're boxing in in the living room, and Homer and, eating raw beef I that's imagine. hanging not the carcass. in their kitchen. I yeah. imagine there's both
0: not enough time for the song and not enough money in the budget, considering how many songs end up being licensed for yeah. this episode. Yeah. yeah, and
3: so, but it's silence. Like mm-hmm. instead, it's silence.
1: Sorry, Christy. I like it here. Mr. Johansson treats me with dignity. Is this clown bothering you, Mel? That's all right, Mr. Johansson. I'll <laughs> handle it. Here's your taco, sir. I don't want it, but this comes out of my salary. If I had a girlfriend, she'd kill me.
0: I don't know. I love all that, and I want to know more about the Mr. incredibly Johansson? earnest Mr. Johansson. I,
2: okay, maybe it was the mustache, but I felt he had a crush on Mel. <laughs> <laughs> Is this man bothering you?
3: I like that he respected uh, him. Yeah. yeah more managers like, should be like him. Uh, I agree. And meanwhile, that, ow! Ow! That was. Uh, Very uh, much uh, like Barney. It's another precursor to the rake. Joke, joke that <laughs> yeah. uh, of just like no do it two more times so I was wrong Shale was not her main name Slag Hoople
2: Slag Hoople
3: Wilma Slaghoople. Slag-hoople. Sounds
0: like a slur uh, <laughs> wow it's same in common with all the naming conventions of Steven Universe thanks to uh, the love of those stones mm, uh, right. uh, but this is one of my favorite uh, lines of the entire show love calling the clip giving away give it away um, oh, which yes. where they are convinced to change the lyrics to this song
1: now boys uh, the network has a problem with some of your lyrics which do you mind changing him for the show? Forget you, clown. Mm. Hey, our lyrics are like our children, man. No way. Well, okay. But here what you say. What I got, you got to get and put it in you. How about just what I'd like is I'd like to hug and kiss you. Wow. That's
3: much better.
1: Everyone can enjoy that.
3: <laughs> I love that. It's, it's, it's based on the famous story that they mm-hmm. told the Doors mm-hmm. and Jim Morrison to change Girl, we couldn't get much higher mm-hmm. in that song when they sang it on Ed Sullivan. They said they would, and then he sang the original lyrics and yeah, got awesome. them very angry. And it was a very dramatic moment in Oliver Stone's The Doors, oh, right. starring Val Kilmer. Which you, if you haven't seen that, but you have seen Wayne's World Two, you've seen most of that <laughs> film.
2: That's a, that's amazing uh, that The af- Doors was the touchstone for that movie. Yes.
3: But the that ain't f- Catcher, not Catcher in the Rye, the uh, Field of Dreams. Field mm-hmm. Dream. Yeah.
2: Oh, there's one more thing though. This is uh, this might be based on the Red Hot. Uh, I'm sorry, Rolling Stones mm-hmm. having to change. Let's spend some. Uh, let's spend the, the night, night together. together. To let's spend some time together mm-hmm. on yeah, Ed Sullivan in '67. Yes. So this happened twice. And they Sullivan, were supposed to be in the show, and you can see uh, Mick Jagger rolling his eyes as he sings the change. Line wow. and, he, and he slips it in once, like yeah. one time. Sullivan
0: so the uh, is a very repressive force, it and seems. But having being very knowledgeable of that song. I don't remember it being much of a controversy. I remember thinking like, man, I can't believe they're saying this yeah. on the radio, but I don't remember a lot of and people complaining.
3: I never, until Krusty said it out loud as a kid, I mm-hmm. never got, oh yeah, what I got, you got to get in, and put it, put it in you. is
2: it. pretty... Repeat three times. Yeah. And we've mentioned the Gilbert Gottfried podcast mm-hmm. a lot on the show, and I have to say, based on all of the ancient guests they interview, <laughs> you get the sense that Ed Sullivan was a talentless dipshit oh, weirdo yeah. Oh, yeah. that yes. no one liked yeah. and yeah. could not take a True. joke to not understand anything about show business just sort of fell into his luckiest position. luckiest
0: man in the world. You, you're the one guy in a suit who showed up for this thing called television. Yeah. You're hired.
3: Oh, and I like that Luke Perry says, let's do it for mom.
2: Establishing
3: yeah. that is their shared relation because yeah. you. it is hard to imagine Luke Perry being <laughs> his father, Mason's being son. Jackie Mason the rabbi. <laughs> yeah. Instead, it's probably his mom got with some Gentile. Krusty mm-hmm.
2: the... is so resentful and jealous he wants to disfigure his brother <laughs> yeah, and so ruin his life and career. It's another of
3: those moments of them dreaming of something and then it exactly happens. Yeah. like it, that happens all the time in season four. So many times, mm. like, I imagine this and then the exact thing happens. And this is more like the Elvis special. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a Sinatra bit, but from the Elvis special. Yes. The crusty the letters, letters yeah. are the Elvis comeback special from '68, which. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Gilbert Godfrey Podcast, he interviews the director of oh, that, right, who yeah. pulled it all together and got Elvis to lose the weight and get Elvis to stop listening to every enabler in his life and finally do something great. And it stuck with. It sounds like it stuck with Elvis for about a year, and then he went back. And to but, dig
2: even deeper, this singing of Send in the Clowns was from the Jackie Gleason show. Wow. He would sing it when, I think, Red Skeleton or some famous clown would come out. He would sing the whole thing very ah, schmaltzy. Okay.
0: This schmaltz? The, yeah, but like, this sad... The from really. Springfield.
1: The entertainment capital of this state The Krusty Comeback Special Send in The clowns Those daffy Laffy
2: Clown. I, I, it's very touching.
1: I, I
0: just I was born right on the cusp of this style of entertainment leaving forever. Where if <laughs> like you're on television, songs,
2: you will have to sing whether you can or
0: not. Yeah, yeah. And so this I find this very entertaining.
2: And now. I think a lot of these drawings were done by Brad Bird. The Schmaltz. Yeah. The schmaltz. schmaltz. Yeah, that's like definitely he's Brad Bird.
3: something. Uh, like <laughs> Schmaltz. Uh, the Send in the Clowns is a Stephen Sondheim song. It oh. originates from Broadway. Oh. which uh, uh, which musical? It is from the musical A Little. Night Music, the oh. 1973 musical adaptation of Ingmar Bergman's film, Smiles of a Summer Night. Interesting. It's a ballad from Act Two in which the character Desiree reflects on the ironies and disappointments of her life. Mm. But, like all great songs sung by women, Frank Sinatra <laughs> steals it <laughs> and makes it more famous. And Move over, honey. Yeah. Yeah. I love that record it's my song documentary fun.
0: where Nancy Sinatra talking about like, having to wrestle these yeah. boots are made from walking away from Frank Sinatra. <laughs>
3: because, like, why would you as a man need to sing this song? This is a song a little girl sings. It doesn't Dad, make any sense. Stop. And the way Mel shows up, it's like the 17th time oh, they've yeah. done a Rat Pack reunion yeah. joke. I thought it was
2: the uh, Jerry Lewis Dean Martin reunion was. thing. Yeah. Well, On the, the one with
3: Sideshow Bob and Black Widower mm-hmm. was even more directly this. Yeah, but it yeah. was the same deal. Same joke. But mm-hmm. it's just they've... Jeff Martin would say it on commentaries all the time like they they were just so influenced by that it was a major moment for them as children of the again, seven thank
0: yeah. you for anyone under 25 for hanging in here for this uh-huh. I don't know why I'm so fascinated by a bunch of this shit I we're barely saw we're here to guide you through it and I tell you it. why it's I funny I love it dude <laughs> uh, and that
3: also is when Gabbo throws Ray J under the bus again <laughs> and just like Ray J Johnson oh yeah, right, 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 right. 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 but this Midler jam has warped my
0: memory of the actual event uh, same here Exhausting. do you
4: <laughs> ever know you're my
3: hero You're everything I would like to be wow. Really good thing it's beautiful You can fly <laughs> higher <laughs> than an
1: eagle
2: God, it's terrible Cuz you I
1: are the wind
0: beneath my wings
2: Dan Castellaneta can't sing. He <laughs> yeah. sings as Barney in the next yeah. episode beautifully. But, but
0: that's I don't know why he changes it to the first
2: person. Ego. So,
0: I am the wind. <laughs> your that, wind.
3: Is, that again feels like a sequel joke to uh, the Demoxinel episode. Uh-huh. When Homer, when Marge is singing You Are So Beautiful To Me, yeah. Homer sings it back selfishly from his perspective. And I think it's a similar joke of you're just so selfish that you couldn't sing this song back to the person from the same perspective. Mm, you're you're so like, vain. no, you're singing this song about me. So I'm going to change the words <laughs> to reflect how this song is about me.
2: She's wow. singing about God. He's always happy. Oh, wait. He's but always mad.
0: I have to imagine. I
3: think is that Bette Midler really singing for the. I think the that's Simpsons? an original. I think yeah. she sang it for them, especially to tune it out with Krusty. Yeah. I mean, you know, in just the last uh, two episodes ago. No, Yeah, Whacking Day, Barry White sang in it mm. originally in the yeah. booth. And I could see Bette Midler not being such a... Uh, a superstar to be like I'm not singing I, I loaded either. it up for
0: comparison and I was like oh I'm not listening to this at all I mean, <laughs> but, but she, it is if she's Midler... doing it
2: live in the Simpsons recording booth that's fucking yeah. great it is a Bette Midler original she mm. sang it for the and film and Beaches it's a reference to her singing on Johnny the Carson's second to yes. last Johnny the Carson sorry Johnny, Johnny Carson's Carson. second to last episode of the night show <laughs> yeah. and I had the false memory you did Chris where yeah. I thought she sang this song and I thought I she too. sat on his desk like mm-hmm. she does in this episode the last The last guest, the last fool, Mr. Carson, will have to suffer gladly. She was the final guest. This is the the last episode. Oh, it's the last one. Okay. Oh,
1: well, he is. Quarter to three. There's no one in the place except you and me. So set him up, Joe. Got
0: a little story I think you should know. Uh, So it's not that song. Uh, Goosebumps. One 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 more baby. Baby, It's like Goosebumps because we we did a laser time show about it, about saying goodbye to David Letterman. Whether or not you were a fan of him, the people who tuned even in and out, it's really interesting to watch these goodbye to television institutions. Mm -hmm. And
2: in this clip too, I mean, Carson seemed like kind of a dick to people yeah. and professionals, but he's crying at the end of this. Yes. He's breaking up, and it's really touching to watch. Yeah, and yeah. I, it
0: reminds me of Norm MacDonald crying at David Letterman. That is what I like. That Norm Letterman said, like, we're
3: not friends. Like, he's yeah. not
0: even necessarily nice to me, but he's
3: been... He's well, been... Letter, but then it was funny that Letterman, being the stone-cold, like, <laughs> asshole he is, he's just like, What I'm happened, Norm? <laughs> what happened, Norm? Like, he wouldn't cry even in nope. the last episode. Nope. No tears. He's just like, yep, yeah. Uh, but Norm what is isn't it about that job? Or if, or if you saw... The night of the last telecast, Jimmy Kimmel on his show was like I love David Letterman and you should watch that and not me. And Mm -hmm. we used to watch it together, remember? We Mm -hmm. used to it's like he's crying like he has has shots of
0: him like with the late night with David Letterman birthday cake and his first license plate was a custom late show. Oh, I missed that. That's how big a fan he was of it. And I was I was like that with Conan as a little kid.
3: Me too. Yeah, I didn't know that until I read the the sequel to The Late Shift, Mm -hmm. which was about the Conan Mm -hmm. Leno thing, and they talked uh, they have a introduction to all of them mm. all of the contemporary players including jimmy kimmel and that's why i found all that out mm. it was it was quite a surprise carson is made to be the perfect man as i think that was them being mean <laughs> back of like okay Will be so nice. You'll you'll be the strongest human that's ever lived uh, and the so
0: perfect entertainer. Do you think that was an interpretation of like maybe Carson or his people's
3: notes? No, I think they. I think I, got the notes, a, I got a.
0: When you
2: say it
3: like that, that's the vibe I get. The like, notes were he didn't want to be a mooch or they didn't mm. like his portrayal, so they nicened it up. Yeah, like I they're, think they're very they clear of that. We're
2: passive aggressive in that way. Like I you'll be the so, nicest, too. strongest yeah. guy ever.
3: Gene and Reese are really not fans of Johnny Carson. No. Like I think. <laughs> There are fewer... Once Merkin takes over the Johnny as Krusty the Clown jokes are a little less. Yeah, like,
2: I mean, we see a little bit of that in uh, Season 6, Bart of Darkness, where he's, again, mm-hmm. hosting a very like, it's more like, um, Jack, Parr's yeah, it's more like yeah. Jack Parr's Tonight Show. Yeah, it's much more like the Jack
3: Parr Tonight Show in those flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And when they're like, oh, it's classic Krusty, like, well, <laughs> oh, but it is the Krusty. They they watch episodes of Krusty show that are just like, this is a clown show. This yeah. is a bozo <laughs> show. This is not the Tonight yeah, Show. What, do
0: you interview the Dalai Lama and then throw to the cartoon? like? <laughs>
3: No, in, in the I Didn't Do It episode, it is It is more like SNL. Yeah, it really God. is, yeah. yeah. No, but
2: he's every showbiz thing they need. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. whatever celebrity they want him to be yeah. anytime. time.
3: And then Liz Taylor finds out she wasn't invited. like I've got to fire. Yeah, my that, agent. That's, that's I line. wish I wish she didn't have that line, ah, but it makes funny. it funnier
0: that like at the end of the show she's standing in the window looking at looking everybody. into Moe's. Yeah, yeah looking, and I, this, and is,
3: this, this also might... wouldn't be a season four episode if they didn't bash an award. It's <laughs> so yeah. like you, you should win it. I like the middler went in on it. Like oh, yeah. you should win an Emmy for this no they wouldn't know
2: nothing dinosaurs like hey hey, like that is them saying f well,
3: you we're still mad we didn't get every emmy we feel we should get it the next
2: season. episode's chalkboard gag is i will never win an emmy bart writing on yeah. but, but they won yeah. emmy's they, they they they've won clearly won emmy's yeah and enemies. would win them emmy's
0: again. uh I, I don't know why but one of the funniest moments in the show is flea yelling in Rose yes. bar for I some know. reason I guess because no one yells that loud in the
3: Simpsons. Off mic. You can tell the you can tell the mic interference yeah. on that, but they kept it and I love it.
1: What's up, Hey, hey, hey you can't <laughs> come in here dressed like that. Get with the times, Mo. Yeah, I say if it feels good, do it. All right. <laughs> that doesn't work Don't snap my
2: undies <laughs> nah, That doesn't work this They're a, in their underwear It's a preview of season five uh, Season five's Do what you feel festival uh-huh. I think it is a do Which what the you underwear feel, thing
0: Was not a trend
2: that, <laughs> The Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. Did not start then You
3: don't That's, that's a and very And I bet like, they
0: probably If anything they were more famous For that. those pictures of them And the with, performances Of yeah. just the socks over their dicks Yeah their yeah Pubic they, hair bursting out Like, a, like an eclipse <laughs>
2: but They, they could, could not do that On The Simpsons <laughs> I think It would no, be too grotesque
3: It was uh, They got as far as they could And d- Does that last clip have the sweetest plum in it? Oh, of course it does. It's the sweetest plum.
1: I'm a star again. I don't know how to thank you kids. That's all right, Krusty. We're getting 50% of the t-shirt sales. What? That's the sweetest plum, you little... (laughs) Ah, what the hell. You
0: deserve it. And? but t-shirt sales for that man Bart and Lisa 50% college the Yeah, yeah
3: that's yeah,
2: we don't see that money later <laughs> in the series Some of those
3: mentions are like well wait where'd all this money go unless you need to explain how they have money to fix things later you're like <laughs> not, okay not yeah. to
0: prolong one of our longest episodes Thank ever there's so much to explain but
3: the t-shirt stuff like I just don't
0: see that anymore but mm-hmm. in school and abroad everybody would wear t-shirts commemorating where they've been and who they've seen mm-hmm. I do not see that at all anymore <laughs> that's true yeah. nobody Everybody wears i don't see anybody with wearing musicians or like tour dates they more buy joke shirts.
3: t-shirts like they so like i'm i'm currently wearing a threadless uh-huh. t now i think i, <laughs> I think bought
0: i saw dolly parton was so blown away i bought a fucking shirt this i, is
3: I like, would do that i i actually just went to a one of my favorite comedy podcasts ronna and beverly i bought a t-shirt there and it was i'm a beverly on the t-shirt because that's who i am of the two of ron and beverly if you like, like Ben you midler tell if you mm-hmm. like Ben midler like me then you will love the ron and beverly show it's it's, it's It's only
2: one of five uh, comedy (laughs) shows where people play old Jewish folks, yeah. right? Yes but it's hey, very popular yes, these days. It is.
3: But they're old Jewish
2: women. They're That's Jewish. true. It's not like oh hello.
3: Yeah. Oh hello, which I love. Oh my God. I wish Bob you and me should have seen oh hello uh, we in New York City. There's no
2: time, there's no time. I and would I see that.
3: Yeah it is ninety dollars for the cheap <laughs> ticket. Yeah, but, there's
2: uh, no money left for cocaine. Okay. Cocaine. <laughs> but, <laughs> but this one this episode ends on what I feel is a, a like a bad note. It mm-hmm. ends on an A D R line from grandpa, is this the bus to the Civic Center? Yeah. But they're sitting on Johnny Carson's head while he's holding them aloft of the table and playing the accordion and tap dancing. That's cool, but I want to know what that original line was because I think ending on an ADR line is a bad move. It just kind of ends like, like, meh.
3: Well, you kind of aren't hearing the line as much. You're just going... You're just going like ah, the music's fun. Or, I love episodes that end with the theme song in it. Yeah, oh, that's, that's true.
2: Those are sweet moments. And maybe not the, even having a line at all would have been better.
3: And and speaking of how it's a sequel to the softball episode, mm-hmm. same ending. Softball episode ends with a shot of all the guest stars. Yeah. This oh. one ends with a shot of all the guest stars, including Elizabeth Taylor in the window looking yeah. in. Looking at like a hungry
0: orphan. Which it's is cute.
3: like, what are they doing in Mo? Like, why is they couldn't t- host it at a better place than Moe's? <laughs> But yeah. uh, I say that's the sweet. Su- I know I've said that's the sweetest blow. I okay. say it all the time. It's, it's I say per- it constantly. It's not even the only time I say it in The Simpsons. It's
2: mm. used a lot. And we've reached the end of season four, but not production season four. We still have two more episodes. Oh, still. yes.
3: So I would tell the listeners, we will do a season four wrap-up, but... When we're done with production season four, I know that seems like an arbitrary thing to do, but that unlike even from three to four, Mm -hmm. the changeover production wise from four to five is immense. It is an almost entirely different stat. Well... Like seventy percent different staff. So I think like
2: Bill Oakley, Josh Weinstein, um, Conan and, and Frank, Conan Mula. and Frank Mueller. That's basically it. And
3: Mueller gets uh, the old heave ho pretty. Oh, quick. Oh
2: yeah, he's not on for very long. But
3: and then coming after that will be Greg
2: Daniels, Jace Richdale, Jace
3: Richdale. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of big name folks. But
2: David Cohen, yeah, yeah.
3: But that'll come, oh, David X. Cohen. Ken I, I can name I, them all. I always forget about David Cohen, David S. Cohen, and then David X. Cohen as a Simpsons writer. Because even though he was there as long as longer season than Great oh, without,
0: without the X or something.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah, he was S. He became mm. X when he went to Futurama and mm. be more futury. Mm. Uh but yeah, so we'll do the wrap up of season four then after Cape Fear, which is two weeks away. But this is the end of season four. It has been it is a great season. <sighs> I think watching it, you do see Sometimes they're like you were tired, or you, or you used a script you would have rewritten. Having having
0: skipped ahead to season five, I think, I I think that's those are the real glory days that we talk. Even though I love some of these episodes, but like everything is is firing on all cylinders in four Mm -hmm. and five, in a way I thought. Happened in four when we got it at three. So I don't know I, when we get to. Like I can't wait twi- till we get. Like it'll be just two years till we get to a decline.
3: When we get to the eighteenth <laughs> episode of season five, let's see if we're still saying oh uh-huh. they're all great because it <coughs> well, all of them get the the writers obviously get tired later in the season.
2: Season four had a brief dip in it, but I feel like um, it recovered in the end. And then there were maybe three months to, to work on the remaining episodes before they aired in the fall. So they had more time to spend on these later in the yeah, season.
3: The B-Sharps is a great episode. It really and is, yeah. And Cape, Cape Fear. Fear is perfect. Ooh, beautiful. It's, it's one of the best. And so. controversial
2: for some people. Yeah. <laughs> some some uh, actors on the show, I guess. So this has been Talking mm-hmm. Simpsons. I'm sorry if I've been off my game today, folks. I'm sick. Both Bob I and I are sick. I think Chris gave me podcast fever or something. Oh, come on. But you can well. find me on Twitter <laughs> as Bob Servo. I also host Retronauts, a classic gaming podcast, every Monday at retronauts.com. Find us on the internet or where you get your podcast from. And I also write for fandom at fandom.com and something awful at somethingawful.com. They're both fantastic.
3: H-E-N-E-R-A-Y-G on Twitter. That's where you'll find me. Uh oh boy. You if you didn't like the comments last episode, you won't like my Twitter. But uh but hey, some things are fun. I did tweet out a fun, a funny video of a of a dog giving all its puppies mm-hmm. to its owner. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. It's so cute. The pit bull gave birth to all these puppies, and then it keeps putting all the puppies in its owner's lap. Clearly That's Negligent. <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyway. H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G, that's where you find me. I also write for fandom.com. You can find stuff there. But I'm still part of the Laser Time family through mm-hmm. this. And uh, you can find a, an archive of great stuff I've done on lasertimepodcast.com. But it's all supported by patreon.com slash lasertime, where you'll find so many great things, including our upcoming season four special mm-hmm. we will also be doing uh that's also where the previous season wrap-ups are and the season one entirety is on there yep. patreon.com slash laser time just five dollars a month to get you access to that and a ton all of right, other, bunch things. other shows commentaries
0: it really helps us out it helps us do all these other shows such it as pays. uh laser time this week hey you'd like old pieces of showbiz minutia? Yes, this week I do. I went and dug up uh, fucking talk show interviews with Spuds McKenzie and the Where's the Beef lady <laughs> to shows you show you life uh, thirty years ago how big a commercial phenomenon could be. Spuds fucks now. It, it's it's so implied it all really the time. Is, it's gross. real weird. Uh, but uh, check it out. It's it's all about um it's all about stupid Super Bowl commercials. But I swear to God, it's more entertaining than I making it sound. Uh, we also like if you like that kind of thing as well. I uh, got to recommend thirty twenty ten our look back thirty years ago, twenty years ago, and ten years ago to this very week. Like looking at movies, music, TV shows, uh, some news. It's really, really fun. And if you like, a lot of the stuff we bring up here is similar to how we do stuff on. Oh, sorry, the news thing at the beginning. It's like a whole show of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I really want to give a, a big shout out to Eric Nagel from the It's oh, Eric yeah, Nagel Show on of course. on Sirius XM. My show is back on Sirius two hundred six, uh, XM one hundred three, weekend six PM. Uh, Eastern and 3 p.m. Pacific.
2: Did Passion we say Talk. he bought Henry and myself dinner? Yes. When we were in Lemuria, no, New York, uh, and...
3: I've gotten to meet him a, a few times now. It's getting old, Eric, but <laughs> uh, now I've gotten to meet in him concert, in person. Yeah. I've gotten to meet him in person in multiple things, but this was the first time Bob got yeah, to go with me great. on a trip. We were yeah, in New I love York. Being a and sick hobbit to... who has forced to be chained to this goddamn station. <laughs> so he, we met him in Manhattan. He took us out to
2: dinner. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks Eric. so much, Eric.
3: Ooh. But I mean, we said it in person too. I guess. Yes. Uh,
2: we just <laughs> want people to know how nice he is.
3: Uh, and uh, yeah I, I'm looking crossing my fingers I'm looking forward to some really cool stuff we're going to be doing in the near future I'm yeah. talking to as well mm-hmm.
2: keep your eyes peeled that's a promise we'll be back next week with Homer's Barbershop Quartet thanks for listening everybody
1: infotainment.
0: And of course this episode of Talking Simpsons was executive produced by Josh K and many other fine patrons at patreon.com/lasertime.